Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, wheat growers call for a rollback in today's 50% carbon tax price hike. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Get set for seeding with New Holland equipment from Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Two centimeters of snow, wind northwest 40, gusting to 60, and the high minus 10, the low minus 16. Thursday, partly cloudy, wind northwest 30, the high minus 9. Wind chill minus 26 tomorrow morning, minus 18 in the afternoon, the low minus 19. Friday, sunny skies, the high minus 6, the low minus 18. Saturday, increasing cloudiness, the high minus 1, the low minus 12. Sunday, partly cloudy and a bit milder, the high plus 1, the low minus 5. Monday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high plus 2. Chance of evening showers or flurries, the low minus 4. Tuesday, cloudy, the high plus 4. Normal high is plus 7 for this date, the normal low minus 6. The sun rose at 6.34 this morning. It sets at 7.30 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Estevan at minus 10. Yesterday, it was plus 10 and the hot spot. The cold spot, Wasika at minus 18. Estevan, once again, minus 10. The hot spot in this province, Saskatoon, minus 15. Swift Current, minus 13. Weyburn, minus 10. Yorkton, minus 12. Cloudy in Regina, it's minus 11 degrees. That's 12 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 37. Humidity, 66%. The barometer dropping, 102.3. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 2. Winds are from the west-northwest at 42, gusting to 57. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And Power Rich Corporation, get your seed placed PKS fertilizer with Power Rich Quick Ship Delivery. Power Rich, a growing name in crop nutrition, visit powerrich.com. The Western Canadian Wheat Growers is calling on Ottawa to roll back the $10 a tonne hike in the federal carbon tax, which takes effect today. Chair Daryl Fransu of Glasslin says the 50% hike in the federal carbon tax is bad timing when the economy is facing such a major pandemic. Well, the Western Canadian Wheat Growers from day one have been against the carbon tax. In an ideal world, we'd like to see it scrapped totally. It affects agriculture, it affects all consumers in Canada. The numbers are out there. They asked us to get the numbers, and farmers are losing 8 to 10% of their net income in the last year or two because of the carbon tax. For it to go up 50% in the situation that our country is facing right now is foolish. At the very least, we'd love to see the federal government stop that increase, and at the very best, we'd like to see them to scrap the carbon tax altogether. What cost examples do you have for the increases? It's a tax that doesn't just hurt farmers. 
when we're talking about consumers, we're talking about the average consumer is paying $120 more a year for groceries, $300 more for heating their houses. These are obviously essential things to do in Canada. But when we're talking with agriculture alone, the, the numbers do show that 8 to 10% of farmers' net income go towards the carbon tax. That's a massive amount. Imagine if any other industry said or were told that we're just going to take 10% of your profit, how outraged they would be. That's how mad farmers are right now. Your news release talks about the hidden carbon tax in farming, for, for example, grain drying and, and rail shipments. Outline that a little bit further for me. These expenses, because of the carbon tax, are hidden expenses for the most part. Consumers see that on groceries. There, there's no line item that says carbon tax. In agriculture, we see that on, on everything uh, from fertilizer manufacturing to logistics, trucks, boats, trains. It's, it's on all of that, on the delivery of parts, on keeping the lights on in dealerships to the extra costs the elevators have to face because of it. That all gets passed down to farmers. We ultimately pay for it. And we're asking that to be stopped. We're, we're food producers. We're, we're doing good things to the environment. We, we don't deserve to be treated like we are with this carbon tax. And you're saying farmers are net zero carbon emitters? I, I explain that for me. The government has numbers. They call it the NIR. It's their, their own numbers. And it shows that if we were treated like other industries, like other large emitters, that we would actually be net zero when it comes to carbon emissions. We actually store more carbon in our soils and in our products than we admit. And it's, it's, a, it's a big number, so we should be recognized for that. If the carbon tax is going to be $30, we should get recognized that we sequester, I think it's upwards of 30 million metric tons a year. So that offsets the cost that we incur, and we should be recognized for that. Yeah, the grain, of course, absorbs as it's growing. Crops, as they're growing, absorb carbon dioxide. Right, absolutely. As, as, as we harvest the grain, there, there's carbon in that grain. And we aren't the first people asking for this. The fertilizer industry is a prime example. They get credited for the, carb, the short-term carbon that they sequester in their products. We're asking that agriculture should, should be recognized the exact same way. Hence the request for a total elimination of any carbon tax costs for farmers. That, that's right. And, and if we are going to be in a carbon tax world, we should be recognized that we are doing the right things. We, we are net zero at the very least. Daryl Fransu of Glasslin is the chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business, call 782-5999. Saskatchewan's largest hog producer is giving its employees a $2 an hour pay boost as Olimal continues to supply its processing facility in Red Deer, Alberta. Casey Smith is the Olimal's vice president of swine production in Western Canada. He says there are more than 20 production locations around this province, employing 450 people in Saskatchewan, another 150 in Alberta. He runs through some of these Saskatchewan locations. Anywhere from uh, Ogama, south of uh, Regina, we're in eastern Saskatchewan in that Priestville, Sturgis, Lintlaw area, Calvington, and uh, even up in uh, Unity, we have a farm up there, uh, plenty. So, And in the southwest corner down by Swift Current, we have operations there as well. So we really cover all of the sort of the grain belt, if you will, not only with our production units, but also we have feed mills in all of those areas as well that are uh, fully staffed. And he says there are a wide variety of jobs. There are uh, breeding technicians in there that look after uh, uh, the sows that are getting bred. There's farrowing technicians that are looking after the sows when they farrow and have the piglets. 
and then we move on to other barns or even in the same barn where we have staff that look after the pigs when they're weaned and they, and they go through a grow finish area and all the way to market. Um, in addition to sort of all the production techs, we've also got folks that do all of our washing. We have feed mills on some of these farms as well, so there's people that are looking after the grain deliveries, uh, ensuring the right diets, they're getting to the right bins for the pigs that are there. And every site, of course, has a manager that's responsible for the overall operations of each one of these sites. The COVID-19 virus is a very big concern for the food production chain when it comes to employee health. Schmidt says social distancing is a big thing for employees. They're doing simple things that, uh, you know, split breaks inside the barn. Um, and the barns are large enough that people are able to sort of, you know, work in different areas. But it is all about the awareness of when you're away from the farm, ensuring that you're staying home as everybody should be as much as possible, and knowing that you're, you're coming to the farm. And all of our farms are uh, showering facilities, so there's a level of uh, biosecurity there that we all practice. But again, they're all doing the right things. They have the gloves and masks that they usually use on a daily basis anyway, and so those are available for them as well. Schmidt talks about the reasons for the $2 an hour wage increase for Olimel employees. We don't have an option of uh, just staying home, and unfortunately there's been a lot of small businesses that had to shut their doors. Uh, we are, uh, without declaring it, essentially a, a, an essential service. Pigs need to be fed on a daily basis. And so we want to recognize that our staff are having to go to work um, under these conditions, under the very sort of tight you know, social distancing practices that we have to implement. And so it's our way of just showing some appreciation to our staff, to our drivers, and to our, our processors that have to continue to work on a daily basis as we, uh, as, this, as hog production is a year-round activity. There's no sort of option not to, uh, to sort of feed animals. We have to continue that. And so, again, it's just an appreciation of them coming to work under the circumstances, and it will continue indefinitely until this process is sort of, until we've gone through this sort of uh, COVID-19 uh, um, pandemic. And if anyone has some experience, Olimel is looking to hire. Production is pretty stable, so it's pretty steady all year long, and as all the production units are full. We're in pretty good shape for staff right now, but we are always and will continue uh, looking for new staff and to, and to hire staff as well. We always have vacancies, so if anybody uh, wants to take a look at the hog industry, we'd be more than welcome to have a look at that for sure. Casey Smith is Olimel's Vice President of Swine Production in Western Canada. He's based at Humboldt. The COVID-19 virus outbreak has had little impact on the first big sale of the season for Ritchie Brothers Auctions. The sales manager for Western Canada, Jordan Clark, says last week's sale in Regina had a record number of online bidders. He said the COVID-19 virus has had limited impact. In reality, nothing. No impact. Outside of not being able to have on-site bidders, uh, and people, you know, filling the yard in, in droves to look at, at all the equipment. Um, at the end of the day, on the results side, it had no effect. And in fact, uh, I think what it actually did was it gave us a very captivated audience um, for a lot of people that were uh, at home in isolation or um, you know doing their own social distancing to be in front of a computer watching the sales. So we had one of our our largest registrations ever uh, online in a single day for Ritchie Brothers, and it was a site record for registration for the Regina sale. And just how many more, say, than the last time you had a sale? Our total uh, largest registration here before was 4,300 bidders, uh, and we had over 7,500 bidders uh, on Tuesday. So what going forward is the plan? Going forward in the plan, so our consignment sales are still going to be sold online only with a live auctioneer. 
however, all our farm auctions are going to be sold as a timed auction only platform. So we actually completed our first farm auction on Monday uh, at Tabor, Alberta, uh, with our timed auction platform, and it went exceptionally well. Uh, as well, we uh, did one at, uh, on Tuesday at Brooks. Uh, that went very well for the size of that sale too. So we're off uh, off in the races with our farm auctions and we're hoping for great results to continue on throughout the month of April. And tell me about the Saskatchewan sales. It's actually Pontex on Thursday. Uh, so yeah, we, we kickstart that. We got Pontex and then Swift Current and we're up at Glidden, uh, Saskatchewan as well. Uh, and then Etonia on Saturday, April 4th. So both provinces are going to be firing all cylinders with the farm auctions uh, all throughout the month of April. Jordan Clark is the sales manager for Western Canada for Ritchie Brothers Auctions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola gained $4.20 at $4.2858. Oats rose $4.41 at $187.59. Number one red spring wheat fell $0.83 at $233.39. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $266.39. Feed barley $181.69 per metric ton. Flax $576.79. Lentils $515.50. Yellow peas $262.89. Feed wheat $182.70. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is down 13 and a quarter cents at $5.26 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Slamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Hello cattlemen, Junior for Heartland Livestock Series of Yorkton with your weekly mark report for April the 1st. Well, cattlemen, this livestock market is just like riding a roller coaster, up, down, and sideways. Hang in there, because I think it's going to be level out eventually. Not a bad run on offer this week with 930 in the pre-sort and 350,000 bulls on offer. Here are a few highlights from today's sale. Buckskin steer is 565 pounds at 232. Buckskin steer is 636 pounds at 210. Buckskin steer is 717 pounds at buck 95.75, and their big brother is 799 pounds at a dollar 78. On the block steers, 512 pounds at 227, 562 pounds at 230 and a quarter. Block steers at 635 pounds at two bucks. Block steers at 701 pounds at a dollar 94 and a quarter. And their big block brothers, 793 pounds at a dollar 69. On the red X steers, 587 pounds at 226, 642 pounds at 210, and their big red X brothers at 784 pounds at a dollar 79.75. The heifer trade this week still shows them back 25 to 30 cents from their brothers. On the cow and bull trade, we saw our cows average 88 with a high of 97. The bulls averaged $1.30 with a high of a buck 37. Once again, a reminder that our bread cow sale slated for April 3rd has been canceled until further notice. During this time of uncertainty in our community and around the world, we are still operating under new and strict protocol to keep our staff and our producers healthy and safe. This time, I'd like to thank the producers and our staff for working together to make this happen. All I can say is hang in there and we'll all get through this. Once again, this has been Junior for Heartland Livestock Services, Yorkton. Stay safe, healthy, and have a great day. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,200 hogs Tuesday. 
Selling range of 147 to 167 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,900 head. Selling range of 143 to 167 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 15 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.4187. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 70.55 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are mixed midweek, and the retail surge that was initially opined by many to be supportive further out appears to be relatively short-lived for now. The pork cutout has seen some cuts under extreme pressure, suggesting that retail has not offset food service restaurant weakness as a result of COVID-19 closures and other demand disruptions. While ribs only make up about 5% of the value of the carcass on average, the primal has seen unprecedented volatility. Last week, ribs were at a marketing week high, but this week, the primal has plunged to historical lows and saw a $50 move lower in just one day this week. Lean hog futures gap lower at the open, and the April to August contracts have locked the limit low. The futures markets have not yet discovered a bottom, and it will likely take more certainty on the economic impacts of COVID-19 for them to do that. The situation is dynamic, and new reports surface daily. And the outlook for today, 2 centimeters of snow. Wind northwest 40, gusting to 60 kilometers per hour. The high today, minus 10 degrees, the low minus 16. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, with winds from the northwest at 30 kilometers per hour. The high Thursday, minus 9. Wind chill, minus 26 tomorrow morning, and minus 18 tomorrow afternoon. The low, minus 19. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's minus 11. That's 12 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.